what's up? It's Emily, and you are listening or watching the On The Mic Podcast. On The Mic Podcast. Okay, yay. Okay, so do you want to introduce yourself to everyone who's watching or listening to this? Sure, yeah. My name is Emily. I do a night show right now in Washington, D.C. I work for iHeartRadio, so I'm on Hot 99.5 here in Washington, D.C., and then I voice track a whole bunch of stations across the country. Okay, let's jump into the first question. It is, when you were a kid, did you even imagine you would be in radio today? There we go. Hello. Hello. Perfect timing. You're jumping in on the first question right away, right out the gate. Oh, wow. He just asked me, he just asked if I was little, did I ever think I'd be in radio? And I don't think I did. I don't necessarily think that, actually, I do remember when I was a little kid, one time I was always really good with knowing song lyrics, but I was horrible with knowing names Mm -hmm. or artists of songs. And I remember Mm -hmm. saying out loud one day, I was like, man, if I had to work in a job where I had to know song titles and artists, like, I'd be screwed. I do not know them. Lo and behold, that is my job. (laughs) So... No, I definitely didn't think I was going to work in radio when I was younger. I definitely knew something with music and something with entertainment is what I wanted to do. And that's how I ended up here. But I, I just don't think in my brain I even thought radio was an option. That's cool. And then how did you get into this radio industry? So I got into radio. Kind of a sad story at the beginning. But I remember when I was in college, <laughs> I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. Uh, I was in journalism at the time, but I knew that wasn't the right fit for me. I knew I wanted to do something more with uh, entertainment and not so news focused. And I mm-hmm. was obsessed with, at the time, Sirius XM had uh, a radio station. It was Cosmo Radio. So it was like Cosmo, the magazine, but on the radio. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with it. I mm-hmm. listened to it all the time and I just, I loved it so much. And I remember one summer I was working at a summer camp. I was a counselor there, mm-hmm. I was a staff member. And it was you know, I'd been there all summer. And when you work at a summer camp, you're kind of like in your own little world and reality just kind of ceases to exist. And I got a phone call and my parents were like, your grandfather is going to die. You need to leave camp and drive to the ra- or drive to the hospital like he's going to die today. And so obviously that was mm-hmm. kind of a shock to the system. And I remember getting in my car and thinking like, I, just, I need to listen to something that's going to take me out of this headspace of, of where I'm at. And I didn't know any of the local radio stations where I was because it was like a really small area far from where I lived. It was like a three hour drive to the hospital. I'm sorry. I was flipping through the radio stations and that's when I found Cosmo Radio for the first time. And I just, I was listening to this, you know, this radio station that just took my brain out of the space that it was in, out of reality and kind of just like transported me into this world. And in that moment, I was like, that is so powerful. That is so cool. For three hours, I literally forgot where I was. And I forgot that I was, you know, about to drive to the hospital to watch my grandfather die. And uh, I was like, that was so powerful. I want to do that for the rest of my life. I want to be able to be that person for someone else. So that's kind of how it sparked my interest in radio. And uh, yeah, I hope I can do that for someone else. That's cool. Awesome. It's amazing. I like that. Yeah, it's weird to look back on that too, because I feel like I feel like you don't necessarily have those moments where you realize like this this moment defined my life, but it's kind of crazy to like look back on it and be like able to remember so vividly yeah. that it that it That's not really, that it um, <laughs> defined my life so strongly. That's awesome. Then. What do you like about getting to work for iHeartMedia? What do you like about that? Uh, I love being able to connect with people. I think it's really cool to just be able to connect with people in a way in which they still have kind of some autonomy as to like who I am, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not necessarily someone that they know. 
but they feel like they know me but there's still that level of like mm. they can kind of you know they can craft me into whatever kind of companion that they need in the moment if if they need a friend that you know is there for them in the car every night they know that I'm there and it's cool and yeah. I get you know I get phone calls from people there's someone that calls me like almost every night just to chit chat I think just being able to connect with people oh. in a way in which not most people get to is really cool artist interviews are always a really good time mm-hmm. I'm a huge music person I love music it's my life I perform actually outside of radio like I, I sing so um being able to connect with artists the artists that I love and being able to kind of dig into mm-hmm. you know like how are you creating these songs that I love and I listen to it's really cool that's awesome thing for me too I like listening and yeah I like listening to music as well it's like fun game to do like an internet radio station you can gain to play the music I love like getting to listen to and all that and uh, people getting to listen to. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's always exciting when, when people, you know, like mutually share the same interests that you do and you can kind of like find Mm -hmm. those people, seek them out and, you know, start a conversation. And it's almost also like we get this really cool ability to kind of like peel back the curtain on things. And there's nothing worse than, you know, wanting to find an interview with an artist and wanting a question answered so badly and you know they don't answer it they don't see it in the interview but being able to get the opportunity to interview certain artists and ask them the things that i've always wanted to know it's 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 also it's also good when you can help indie artists out and uh, get their music out and stuff too yeah yeah i wish we could do more of that in top 40s i wish there was like a little bit more you know ability to like play whatever i wanted but it is really cool to see to see artists that we you know we start as like new music and then to see their career take off like Kate McRae is someone that I've um yeah. seen online for years she like had a YouTube channel where she was just like writing little songs here and there and now she is huge she was wow. just here in DC she mm-hmm. performed at Jingle Ball got to uh interview yeah. her and actually told her in the interview I was like I've been watching you for years like it's so cool to just kind of see their journey so so it's exciting to kind of like be where someone starts and just see them turn into a superstar. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And what do you like about getting to be a radio DJ? What do I like? I think it's pretty yeah. cool that I get paid to listen to music and just talk. say the random <laughs> things that pop into my head. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I get to sit on Instagram and social media and scroll through it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not in trouble for doing that at work. It's like literally part of my job. So I am yeah. someone who loves consuming media anyway, and I would be doing it regardless of if I worked in radio or not. So I think the fact that I can do it <laughs> on the clock is pretty fun and do the things that I kind of like would do in my spare time. Get paid to do it. That's good. And what's your favorite thing about getting to work with Oh, well, it's been really tough to do. I'm not going to lie for the past few years because I'm working from home a lot. I've been going back in the station, but my schedule, mm-hmm. I work night. So I don't really see a ton of my coworkers right now, but it is always nice. Like events like Jingle Ball that we all get to come together and it's just it's so cool to see and it's so magical. And I mean, it's a group of people that, you know, we all enjoy doing the same thing. It's always a fun time. It's always yeah. cool too because like creative minds, when you have a bunch of them together, obviously the more creative minds are in one room, the more you get to see created or you get to, you know, you get to see what people come up with. So that's good. What's your favorite thing about being to interact and talk to your listeners? I think my favorite thing is just being able to do it consistently or to see people that I've connected with and then being able to reconnect or truthfully like seeing how excited people get when like they remember, like, think of myself as like anything like I just think of my like I go 
sit in a room and I get to talk, I, I genuinely forget that there are other people who are listening to what I have to say. Like, I genuinely forget. You know, I work at night. I'm by myself in the studio. It's just me. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. anyone until we do an event or something. And so, like, when I see, like, oh, there is, like, a real person on the other side of that, it's really cool. It's, like, really, it's, I think mm-hmm. it's almost as surreal for me as it is for someone else. So it's like a really fun, I don't know, it's a really fun moment. That's good. I like that. What's your favorite part about doing Stefan Radio? I, I just like to to listen to music and play wherever I want and to help people. Like I love helping people. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like basically how you started. Like I, I wanted, I know I wanted to do something with music, but I also wanted to do something with like, like, like entertaining people. Uh, if, 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 if the radio wasn't going to work out, I was going to try to find a way to be like a voice actor or something or work for the police or something, something like that. Be a dispatcher for the police or something to do with my, with my voice. I was going to do that. But radio found me and it's been here for like 11 years. So, well, I guess 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. So, yeah, that's my favorite part. I just love to be around. I love that. Radio found you. Yeah, radio found me. Yeah, it was just, yeah. it's just a. I love that. Just like a, I feel like it's thing. one of those, it is one of those jobs that, it is one of those jobs that like it finds you. Like, I don't think anyone necessarily like mm-hmm. goes into it. I mean, maybe I, I lied. Actually, there are some people I feel like that do that, that know like this is what they want to do. But a lot of us, I feel like just kind of, yeah. it's, it's an opportunity that like falls into your lap. And you're like, I don't even know what I would be doing if this didn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How, um, how did you? Yeah, actually in the process of kind of just maneuvering my career in radio and like pivoting, I almost walked away fully. And like, there's a part of me that was like, I, I can't walk away fully. Like I, I have to at least too, still yeah. have. Because uh, there's, there's like moments when you get like burned out and stuff. I've been, I've been through those moments. So, okay, I'm done with this. No more, no more radio for me. And then, like, a few, a few, yeah. a few months later, okay, I'm, I'm back. I know tonight. It. I tonight I have to voice track like 15 shows. So I'm in uh-huh. one of those moods where I'm like super anxious because I'm like I have so much I want to do. I want to make it good, but also like I got to get mm-hmm. it done. So I feel yeah. that. I definitely feel that. <laughs> but there's worse things you could be doing with your uh-huh. life. I feel like so. Do you remember your first That's day good. on the radio? I do actually i remember like the first like month or two more so than the first day but i do remember my first my first day on my own show i definitely remember so i had been like i'd worked as an intern before i worked i interned for a morning show and then i interned for a different morning show in new york and then i came back to michigan i'm from michigan originally so i interned for mojo in the morning loved it i literally like would wake up every morning excited to like go into the studio and do that and then i left and went to sirius xm and ended up interning for Hits One Morning Mashup. And then came back to Michigan, got back in the building and was doing all of these things and worked in the promotions department for a little while and like went back to the morning show. And like, I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's next. And I remember uh, mm-hmm. sitting down with the morning show host and he was like, you need to make an air check. And so I sent an air check and they like literally put me on the air the next day. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. So, I'd, you know, I'd been, you know, working and prepping and doing all these things for like three or four years just because I was like, I don't even know like where to go. And I think that's a big lesson, too, is like if you want to do something in this industry, like speak up, be vocal, take the time to like learn. And yeah. like it, I did a lot of stuff for free, like a ton of stuff for free. But that set me up to like literally I sent an air check in the next day. They put me on the air. So it, it all worked out. But I definitely had oh. to grind a lot before I got there. But thank God the person that I um, I had like a promotions event with one of my coworkers who had also done air shifts before. And it, thank God I worked with him <laughs> because I was doing a 4 to 6 a.m. shift on a Saturday. And like no one was in the building. Wow. And like before my shift, he was like, let me set you up. Let me show you what you need to do. And I was like, thank God for you because I would 
would have been mm-hmm. not on the air. So yeah, I do remember <laughs> I was awesome. terrified, awesome. but yeah, but I felt ready because mm-hmm. I'd been around it for so long. You know, I'd spent like three or four years learning, so mm-hmm. I was ready. That's good. That's amazing. Yeah. I know when I had my first show, I was like, after I got done, I was fine during the show. I did what I had to do, and then when I once I got done, I was like, oh my gosh, did I just do that? Did I actually talk on the radio? <laughs> yeah, I, I was remember- like shaking. I was like, <laughs> yep feeling so weird yeah see i didn't i didn't do mine live so i voice tracked it so i remember like i like woke up at like 6 a.m to like hear a break or something and i was like oh my god did that just happen and then i remember there was another time where it used to take it used to take me so long to to do a show because i had never done something live now i do my shows live every night but i remember it would take me forever to voice track like a two-hour show because i just wanted everything to be perfect like i just it took me forever i remember one time i accidentally left the light on in my car or something while i was voice tracking and so my car died my dad had to like come to the station and jump my car because I don't even know. I think I fell asleep in my car waiting for him. It was a mess. But I just, I wanted the show to be perfect that I was just like, oh my God, what do I do? That's good. What did you do before radio? So I, okay, so when I graduated college, so I entered my senior year of college with the morning show in iHeart. And then the summer after I graduated, I went right to New York intern. And so then when I came back from New York, I was basically trying to get back into the building in iHeart. And I was helping them out. I wasn't hired officially, but I was helping them out with like street team stuff that they needed. And I was working in retail and I was like teaching like fitness classes and doing all that stuff on the side. I was teaching or I was working in retail. I think I worked at like Lord and Taylor for a while. I think I got back from New York in September. And then I finally, I think I got officially hired on the promo team in January. So I was doing retail. I was doing like odd part-time jobs, hot bar classes, like fitness classes for a little while, doing like four different things at one time just because I was making like no money working part-time in radio. And then finally got my show. (laughs) Where do you see radio in like 10 years from now? radio in 10 years i i think podcasting is going to be huge so props to you guys for getting in on it now mm. i feel like personally to be honest and i said this earlier that i was you know trying to pivot and like transition out of radio personally like my whole dream i wanted to be on a morning show that's obviously where i got my start i loved every second of it and i work in top 40s which you know like we don't talk a ton at night in top 40s obviously you get yeah. opportunities but you can't talk for like five minutes about something you have about a minute or two at the longest and so Mm -hmm. honestly a minute at the longest and you know I want to work in long form content and I think even with morning shows now just the way that those are being structured it's changing a little bit so I really foresee most people in radio having like a side podcast I feel like in any if you're in any sort of media you can't just be on one platform I feel like you have to be plugged in in so many different places yeah so mm-hmm. I don't know I foresee radio looking you know the on-air portion I foresee kind of saying kind of similar to what it's like now but I feel like more or mostly all radio people are going to have to be plugged in on you know Twitter and uh, Instagram mm-hmm. Snapchat Twitch I feel like a lot of radio people are you know doing supplements content in which you can kind of go deeper and have more of an opinion and be a little bit more polarizing if you want to just be more yourself on those platforms yeah obviously radio is going to be a bit more like even i think when i when i started doing the podcasting Mm -hmm. the video format of podcasting wasn't even really a thing because i started like in 20 
seventeen with my mm-hmm. podcast, but my with the podcast I have now. But with the podcast I started out with in two thousand eleven, which was really crappy, there, there wasn't nobody doing video podcasts. It's just audio podcasts. So I think the video portion is definitely going to be a big yeah. thing in the future. Yeah, no, for sure. I feel like video is yeah. so easily accessible, and like everyone almost like expects video, you know, unless you're driving mm-hmm. or doing something where you can't watch. But I feel like mm-hmm. there's it's so easy to find video content now that people like assume that there's going to be a video component. So yeah, I agree that that video is going to have a big. Role. You know, they say um, huh. they say and podcasts. Yes. Things digitally. The longer they are, the the, the better they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. If, you, if you last for like. 10 episodes you're you're good if you get past the 10 episodes you're you're good awesome so when it comes to like being on different iheart radio stations i think it's cool like there's there's so many cities or places that i've always wanted to go to or visit or live in and like personally knowing like oh i've been on the radio there i feel like i know a little bit about them like i you know i do my research i try to go to those places or stay plugged in I, I feel like it's just kind of widen my view on the world mm-hmm. also it just makes me want to travel more and like see the places that I'm talking about and it's cool too to kind of just like see the differences there's like subtle differences in playlists throughout the country and just like seeing you know like what works in what cities and what doesn't work in other cities it's kind of interesting just to get like a, a wider snapshot of just you know where you live and where you are and just being more informed with what's going on in the world what i like about a night show is i feel like you just have a little bit more freedom than any anywhere else people are kind of just like i don't know i don't really ask for permission i kind of just do things and hope my boss isn't listening (laughs) i don't know i don't really go that far out of the box but (laughs) it does feel it just it feels a little bit more relaxed yeah and just kind of like well okay whatever whereas like you know something during the day you feel so visible and sometimes you can tend to overthink you know sometimes you can second guess your way out of things because you're like there's so many people listening blah 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 or you know people are paying attention or, i don't know something at night just feels so relaxed and a weekend show is fun because i feel like on the weekends it, people are just in a different vibe and it's just it's a different vibe um mm-hmm. you get a different audience it's always fun when you have a new audience and uh it's fun to be a part of people's weekend i mean there's one thing to be part of their work day and the monotony of a day but to be part of someone's weekend like they're having fun you're having fun it's just a different vibe mm-hmm. yeah you asked if i would recommend going to college to be a radio dj i don't me either i definitely don't recommend going to college to be a radio no. dj that might be some really bad advice but uh i don't think it's necessary at all i mean i went to school for journalism and i learned a lot in that respect but i don't use any of it really everything that taught me anything i know came from an internship so i think any sort of hands-on experience that you can get yeah i mean when you're doing stuff in school i mean even college radio is just so different than like terrestrial radio in general it's it's a whole different experience you know you're not like you're not working for a company you know a company's bottom line is yeah Whereas a college, college, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, a college has their bottom line of money, but it's also, you know, like their, their goal is to teach you. Whereas like your job's mm-hmm. goal is not necessarily to teach you, it's to make money. So oh. it's just a, the stakes are different. And I think that learning hands-on in like the real world is always going to prepare you more than mm-hmm. something in like a learning environment. I mean, I don't yeah. know, personally, that's just, I, I feel like I would rather get thrown right in and like learn what I need to learn that way. It's not like mm. you're, you know, saving lives or like doing surgery <laughs> where you have to like know certain things. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. much a job where you learn what you need to know by doing it. So I think that's yeah. 
better way to do it. I had uh, two internships while I was in college. One wow. at one period of time, they were both at the same time. So <laughs> I feel like my grades, honestly, my senior year suffered because I was just interning so much. And one of my professors mm-hmm. totally thought I was an idiot because I was like constantly just like, I had like a photography class. And I just remember I was so mm-hmm. tired because I was doing morning show internships and I was a full-time student. By the time I had this nighttime class, like I I was so tired. I was like taking the photos last minute and she was like, what are you doing? But like, I was so focused on <laughs> my internship that it didn't matter. And like my grades never really mattered past that. So for me, interning worked out. I don't want to say that for all fields because it's not true about radio for sure yeah yeah you ask if connection is important and i think that is yeah. that is the whole reason you know that that's the whole reason why we're doing mm-hmm. this i mean yeah that's the yeah. whole difference between radio and a pot uh, sorry not a podcast a playlist or radio and you know mm-hmm. like pandora or anything that you could play on your phone there's no connection you don't have a person there and yeah. that's literally like the thing that we offer that's different and it's live it's local it's immediate i mean podcasts mm-hmm. are awesome too but it's not in the moment you can't like pull out your phone call the station yeah. and talk to a real life person so i think mm-hmm. that if connection isn't at the forefront of what you're doing then you need to reevaluate what you're doing mm-hmm. yeah any exactly. tips on how to get hired for iHeartMedia? yeah make an air check make an air check try it out put yourself out there and the best way to make an air check is to know the kind of station that you want to be on and listen to that station you know, there's iHeartRadio app mm-hmm. is a free app. You can literally find any station in the country that you want to listen to. Turn them on. Listen to what mm-hmm. they sound like. See what they're talking about. Listen to the yeah. types of imaging that they have. You can hear how they mm-hmm. formulate the station and, you know, the types of things that they're saying. If, if their imaging is more sarcastic than tailor your content, you know, to like a little bit more sarcastic or mm-hmm. just just get a feel for the vibe of where you want to be and where you can see yourself. That's and cool. make an air check yourself out there send it to program directors mm-hmm. and do it and practice you know practice but the literal first step is just doing it you know all i did to get my first radio yeah. show was i uh me and my friend was talking in the hallway while while i was at radio school and my cause my teacher wouldn't let me be on air yet so i was during it was it, this was during summer school and we was just talking and having a good time and joking around and he uh, the teacher's aide comes comes up and tells and tells and tells us hey you guys should have your own radio show and i say like, yeah we yeah. should yeah and then like a few months later, yeah. we had our own morning show for like two and a half years. It was great. Good for you, man. Oh, awesome. all I yeah. I mean, literally, me. the first step is just be myself. To do it. Even if it's not good, just just start. You'll always, you know, you'll yeah. only learn by you don't know what you don't know yet, right? So you have to like learn by doing. Yeah. 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 Who in radio would I want to give a shout out to? I want to give a shout yeah. out to Mojo from Mojo in the Morning. Actually, that whole show, they literally taught me everything I know. Mm. And like producer Rachel, who was, she's not the producer anymore, but she was kind of the person that like took me under her wing. Same with Mojo and kind of just mm-hmm. like melded me into who I am. Also, my boss, Tony, mm. my old mm-hmm. boss, my boss now, Cruz, who's just a good dude. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like my radio, I don't know, like my radio parents pretty much taught wow. me everything. And then honestly, like any programmer or program director that's like giving me a shot, you know, there are some program directors that like I listen to or voice track for and they always give me really good feedback. But also I, I got to say too, like the women, like Shannon from Mojo in the Morning, just like mm-hmm. seeing a woman and, and seeing that she can be more than just like a laugh track. Because for a long time, women were literally just looked at as like a laugh track. Shannon from Mojo in the mm-hmm. Morning was the woman that is inspired me to to want to be more to you know to, she showed me like you can you can contribute like you know mm. not that I didn't think that we couldn't but just having her as such a good example while I was learning and and I learned a lot from Shannon that's awesome yes 
been your favorite interview that you have like gotten to talk to or this has been your favorite interview I think, I think my favorite yeah, one was recent. So cool. Yeah, my favorite one was recently, and it was Saweetie. I don't know. She just had oh, the best yeah. energy. I talked to her at Jingle Ball. <laughs> it was one of the first ones I got to do post-COVID, so it was one of the first ones back live, so it just hit different, and she was just a great energy. She was so much fun. Also, Tate McRae was fun, That's too. Amazing. She was really good. I think all of, the, all of the ones I did recently at Jingle Ball were fun because, you know, I feel like coming off of COVID, it's just nice to be back mm. in person because we did a bunch on Zoom recently. Yeah, getting to do them in real life. Who's your favorite radio DJ? Yeah. Ooh, my favorite radio DJ. Like the one that you like, um, um like, um, look up to the most. Mojo, hands down, Mojo. It's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Forever mm. and always, he will always have a place in my heart that is number one. Mine is um Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> hands down. I yeah, be like him, just like yeah, him. he's good. Yeah, he's well, I mean, I That's I love. I wanted to intern for him forever ago. Actually, I will say too, hmm. I uh, I used to love Taylor Strecker. She was the one that had a show on Cosmo Radio that I used to listen to. She mm-hmm. was very also, and I met her once. She's a podcast now, but she was very very much a woman that had her own morning show and like rushed hmm. it. Oh, she was so good, so funny. Her podcast is. Wow. If you want to listen to it, she has like two or something. I don't know. She's great. She's hilarious. And just very, um, Mm. she's very transparent, very open. And that's how Mm. you need to be in radio. She doesn't hide anything and just puts herself out there. It's great. Her interviews are always incredible. This, uh, this guy one time told me that, that I was raw for his station. I'm like, dude. That's just that's just how I am. I'm just raw. I can't help it. That's my that's my personality. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave if you think I'm ra- too raw for yeah. your station. No. <laughs> but hey, just knowing like knowing what you have to bring to the table yeah, is always good. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. Well, thanks guys. This was so much fun. It's so nice Welcome. to know you guys. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Where um and the last and important. Well, yeah. Where can people follow you at on yeah. social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can find me. Uh, it's Emily on air, ITS, Emily on air, pretty much anywhere. Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Then if anyone wants to give you a listen, what can they listen to you on? You can find me on the iHeartRadio app. I do nights on Hot 99.5 in DC, also on KC 101 in Connecticut. And then weekends, I'm all over the place at different times. Just open up the iHeartRadio app. Mm-hmm. Maybe just search my name. 